Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sustainable Conversations, Episode 7. I'm your host, Aiden Pasarchek, and today we have a special guest with us, Justin Curtis. Hello, everyone. It's good to have you on the show, man. So today we're going to be talking about life insurance. Uh, we're just going to be asking Justin a few questions about, you know, what he thinks, what's what his opinion is on that. Justin, what's your official title with Sustainable Wealth Management? I'm a wealth advisor here. Okay, yeah, so... He should have some pretty good expert advice on what this looks like. So first of all, I mean, can you explain to us what is life life insurance? Yeah, so insurance at its you know core is really transferring risk from yourself to a company that will step in to take care of that risk mm-hmm. if that risk arises in your life. Okay. And so life insurance is transferring the risk of losing your life, uh, the loss of income, the loss of the ability to work yeah and transferring that to an insurance company okay so i mean obviously it's pretty important it seems like to have is it something that is really an option like would you choose to not have it or do most people have it not everyone does Uh, a lot of businesses will provide employees with minimum coverage Mm -hmm. that will help and maybe it's fifty thousand or more or less than that but it's not going to be the income replacement that they necessarily need okay. to really support their families. Yeah. Has it changed at all? Has it taken any kind of hit through this COVID crisis? Yeah, I think the COVID crisis has highlighted the importance of mm. life insurance. Yeah. Uh, you know, that there's many types of different life insurance uh, policies that you can get. Uh, families often will look at term policies, uh, what are called term policies, and you get an insurance policy that lasts for an amount of years, so maybe it's 10 years or 20 years. And it's really during the time where, again, your your, uh, partner is relying on you or your children uh, are are going to rely on you for your income. Hmm. And if you pass away, the insurance company will pay your family, your beneficiaries, Hmm. uh, you know, a sum of money, whether it be a million dollars or two million dollars. And so this COVID pandemic has just highlighted the importance of yeah. having that risk being taken care of Definitely. in case you have a health emergency and you pass away, mm-hmm. you'll have uh, the money that your family needs yeah. to take care Definitely. of them you know, for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure we've seen the amount of people having life insurance probably go up quite a bit during this. Yeah, I don't know the exact numbers on it, but I suspect that the numbers are increasing. Yeah, I don't definitely. know for sure. Yeah, uh, I would it will, I would definitely not be surprised to see mm-hmm. an uptick in people obtaining life insurance or reviewing their life insurance policies to making sure that they're sufficiently insured mm-hmm. and have definitely. enough. Yeah. How do you walk your clients through life insurance and and their policies during this and just in general? Yeah. So for the first step is to obtain what their current coverage is right so we look at how much their business or their employer provides we look at policies that they put in place in the past that they've may obtain for whatever reason sometimes people obtain like a a funeral coverage expense insurance policy for five or ten thousand dollars to cover less illness Mm -hmm. so we take a snapshot of what they already have and then we really dial in the client's objectives as to what they need the insurance proceed money for Mm -hmm. and what they in what stage of life they're in and so there's a lot of people who actually 
are in a stage of life where they're retired and they have sufficient amount of assets to insure themselves if they pass away, their sp partner or spouse will be able to take care of them themselves and they don't need insurance. Okay. Uh, but for families, for uh, especially families with young kids and partners that maybe are stay at home uh, parents and can't you know, go to work because they're taking care of the kids, yeah. it's important for them to have that stability and that income. And so we look at what the insurance is gonna be used for and how much they need, right? And so that's the next big question. Do they just want income replaced? And so we look at you know the, the client's income for the year, let's say it's $100,000, and you maybe want the income uh, for 10 years. And this is simplifi simplifying the analysis, but for 10 years you look at, okay, well you would need a million dollars to have $100,000 each year. Yeah. Uh, to have that income replaced. Mm -hmm. And so we look at, there's you know, multiple different ways of calculating how much someone needs in life insurance. Uh, and, and it really depends on how much your family, it depends on you know, one income or two income, and then long-term, how you want the insurance. Do you want it to pay for your kids' college? Yeah. Do you want it to pay for your, your spouse's retirement? And you know, with more costs, you're gonna to have to, you know, buy more life insurance. Mm -hmm. If you just want, you know, to pay for final expenses and your spouse is gonna be fine, they work and they have, you know, make plenty of money, yeah. then you really don't need as much. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's really a case by case basis where we look at what the client already has and what they're really using the life insurance for, yeah, for sure. that would determine the amount. Okay. So speaking to our listeners specifically, the people who are kind of, you know, learning from this, this podcast, what would you advise them? I know you said that it can really differ from person to person, but is there any kind of universal like rules of thumb that they could take from this that could help them? Yeah, a good rule of thumb is the 4% rule, which says that if you need a certain amount of annual income to be generated from an account, uh, it's, it's safe to bet you know, we can't guarantee returns, but we prop most likely can get up to about 4% at least to be generated from the life insurance policy to pay that income. And yeah. so for example, uh, if you need a, a $40,000 income replacement indefinitely, and you get a million dollar policy, 4% of the million dollar policy is 40,000. And so the million dollars will be invested and then the proceeds of that million dollars that the growth year over year will be used to pay out to the family that $40,000 and they can use okay. that money for cost expenses, mortgage payment. And that's another big kind of rule of thumb, looking at debt and what your current debt load is as, a, as an individual or family, how much insurance would you need to, to pay off that debt or yeah. to service and pay off the mortgage or the monthly debt load that you have. Okay. Another big item that comes with life insurance is making sure that the person you designate to receive the proceeds of the life insurance is the right person. Hmm. And so when you set a policy up, you designate your, your spouse or your child, mm -hmm. or there's lots of different you know individuals that you can designate a parent or sibling. Yeah. And those change over time. And so you want to make sure that if you got remarried or you want to name a, a different spouse or you know a different sibling, 
then you update your beneficiaries on your life okay. insurance policy. So you want to be checking it often and making sure that it's up to date, that nothing's really changed majorly. And exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I've heard that there are lots of different life insurance policies, and I'm sure that looking for life insurance might be a little bit of an overwhelming task, considering that there's just so many options these days, it seems like. How would you address that? Like, how would you make sure that you're choosing the right policy for, I mean, the type of situation that you're in? Yeah, that's a great question. And you're right. There are a vast majority of different types of life insurance. For example, there's term insurance. I talked a little bit about that earlier, mm -hmm. where the insurance policy lasts over a period of time, 10, 15, 20 years and then the policy ends. Okay. And because the policy ends and it's for a specific term and some other reasons, it's going to be the cheapest, uh, usually it's the cheapest life insurance policy that you can get. And often it's the one that, that we recommend to clients okay. because it takes care of those immediate cash needs and income replacement. However, there's many others, including whole life policies, universal, variable, life insurance policies and, and each of them have its their place depending on what your goals are yeah. and what type of tax strategy you want to take and you know if it if it makes sense in your situation to look into those types of life insurance policies you can dive into it and talk with your financial advisor about okay. what makes sense yeah. uh, and you know for example whole life policy is a life insurance policy that if you pay the premiums it is structured to last your entire life. And so if you want that guarantee to have the life insurance policy there for your entire life, even though it's more expensive uh, and it's kind of a forced savings account, okay. it will be there uh, no matter you know what happens yeah. in the future yeah. until you pass away. Definitely. And so some clients like that guarantee, some clients want that guarantee, uh, and they're willing to pay that extra amount. Again, there's there's other investment types of life insurance policies and tax strategy saving policies out mm -hmm. there. But for a lot of our clients, uh, term life insurance policies often will meet the, the needs of our clients. Okay. So what I'm kind of hearing you say is that the term ones are cheaper, they cover a little more short-term needs, and then like the whole life policies might they're obviously going to last you a lot longer, but they're probably a little more expensive and therefore more kind of long-term goals. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's been really great to have you on the uh, the podcast here, Justin. Um, looking forward to doing some more in the future, maybe get you back on here, but uh, thanks for being on here with us. Yeah. Thanks, Aiden. It's been great being here. Of course. Um, Thank you for listening to Sustainable Conversations. This has been episode number seven, and uh, tune back in for number eight. We can't wait, and we're having a great time making this. Have a great day.